Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, when you can, you can be seated. Let's go uh, to Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I'm going to use the NIV Bible today so the folks back there in the sound booth can be aware of that. I'm going to use the NIV. It'll be up on the screen. The verses, if you don't use the NIV, New International Version. I usually use the New King James, but the NIV today, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Does anybody need a Bible? We'll give you a King James Bible to use if you need one, but the NIV will be up on the screen. If you need one, raise your hand real high. There's just a blessing, I think, in turning in the Bible. Do you have Deuteronomy 30, verse 19? Do you have that? If you have it, say, I've got it. All right. Notice what the Bible says. God's saying this. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings, or blessings and curses. Now choose, choose what? Choose life. Boy, God helps us out, doesn't he? He even tells us what the right choice is. Wouldn't you like to be able to take a test and have the teacher tell you what the right answer is? He says, I've set before you today life and death, blessings and curses. That's set before each and every one of us today. Life and death, blessings and curses. And then God tells us to choose life so that you and your children may live. We're talking today about choices. Choices, choices. Notice from the scripture we just read that the choices we make not only affect us, but can affect our children and other people as well. You know, we are who we are as a result of the choices we've made. You are in your life right now at the place you're at because of the choices you've made in the past. Actually, you're here at this service today because of a choice you made or maybe a choice somebody else made for you. You know what I mean? But you're here today as a result of a choice. And uh, choices, choices. The world's full of choices. You know, last Thursday, I guess it was, Pastor Diane asked me to go out to the store and buy some coffee for today's family Sunday. And so, along with the other things I was buying, I was going to have to buy coffee. And I I don't personally drink coffee. I I drank it when I was a kid, up until I was about six years old. (laughs) Because, you know, I grew up around folks elderly, and they drank coffee, so that's what I drank. And then when I got to be about six years old, it started making me sick for some reason, and I I don't drink coffee. Uh, I make up for the caffeine and the Diet Coke. But she sent me out and said, buy some coffee. We're talking about choices, choices. And so, you know, as I walk up in Walmart, and I went, you know, when they say attention Walmart shoppers, I 
I look because I'm a Walmart shopper. How many Walmart shoppers do we have here? And so, and, I, and I'm proud of it. Amen. And nothing wrong with Walmart. Thank God. And uh, but I went down the, the aisle and I'm expecting, you know, Folgers or Maxwell House. And she said Folgers. So that narrowed it a little bit. And so I'm thinking, you know, it's going to this is going to be easy. Because, you know, she sends me sometimes, you know, she wants me to get the yellow belly sap suckered eggs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That, that are in water, not oil. And you'd be amazed at some of the things she sends me in there to get. <laughs> and I didn't even know this stuff existed. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm looking for coffee, so I, this is going to be an easy one. <laughs> I look at, I look at the... At the, I looked at the choice. We're just talking coffee now. The choice is in coffee. And, and actually, it's by category or by roast. I didn't know that. And so, by category, there's three categories. Decaf, flavored, and instant. And decaf, you can get classic, classic roast with half decaf, simply smooth decaf, hazelnut decaf, or lively Colombian. And if you want flavored, you get chocolate silk, cinnamon swirl, French vanilla, hazelnut, caramel drizzle, chocolate truffle, or cream brulee. <laughs> and then instant, that's in third category, and that's pretty much all of the above, only you get it more quickly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that's just by category. And then you got to buy roast. There's mild, medium, medium, dark, and dark. And mild is breakfast blend or morning cafe. Medium is classic rose, classic decaf, classic rose, half decaf, special or half calf actually, which is different. I don't know what. Special rose, Brazilian blend, and medium dark is 100% Colombian French rose. Dark is black silk, gourmet supreme, bold Java. <laughs> and now I'm looking at all that. You know, I just want to buy some simple coffee choices and, and you know my head's spinning <laughs> so I go to the go to the phone <laughs> and I spend about half my time in Walmart on the phone asking her what aisle is it you know and then, and then now I'm what which kind do you want and uh, I don't know I guess we got the classic blend or the classic roast or the, I don't know we got something I just got whatever she said but there's choices, isn't there? And, you know, I mentioned cell phones. There's a lot of choices in cell phones. Like yesterday, <laughs> I dropped my cell phone in the water. How many has ever dropped your cell phone in the water? And cell phones and waters don't, water don't mix real well. So we have to buy a cell phone. And so I'm thinking, let's just go in and buy a cell phone. Well, I mean, you've got, you can do AT&T, Sprint, Verizon, or T-Mobile, and then you choose, and there's probably others, those are, and then you've got to choose, you know, which carrier and then which phone, and then which phone, which color do you want? Huh? Yeah, a smartphone or a dumb phone, you know, if I'm not, <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to buy a dumb one, I want a smart one. And what I got now, man, I, you know, because I, because I, I, I don't live on a cutting edge. I live behind the cutting edge. Somebody asked me one time, why don't you live on a cutting edge of technology? I want to be sure the ed, edge cuts. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm always a couple of years behind everybody else. So I, it's amazing to me the cell phone I got now. I can. It used to be I'd text, choo, choo, 
Cheap, you know, you know, just pop, you know what I'm talking about? Now you can speak in what you want to say. You just speak it in there. How many knew that? You just talk it into the phone, hit the, huh? And so I sent, I sent uh, Diane one, and then, but you, it doesn't pick up all the words just exactly right. So she, I said, you know, you're a beautiful wife, and she sent me one back and said, you're a beautiful copy of a husband. I don't know where, you know, but, but I'm just talking about choices, you know. So you better read it. When you speak it in, you better read it before you send it. But there's choices, 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 you know. <laughs> and then you got the TV, you know. I mean, now, you know, when I was growing up, there was one choice. It was A-N-T-E-N-N-A. Antenna Network, you know what I mean? You had two, four, five, nine, eleven, thirty. We didn't have 46 back then. And now, you know, you've got Dish, Direct, Charter, Uverse. There's probably others. I mean, choices, 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 choices. Cars went from a Model A or a Model T. How many? Now, Dale, Dale, did you get the Model A or the Model? No. <laughs> and now, you know, there's all kinds of things. And, you know, golf balls. I know a lot of you don't play golf, but how many of you play golf, you know? And, 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 and you go to buy golf balls anymore. Used to, when I was a kid, there's a few brands. Now you go in there, there's, there's a gazillion of them, you know. And, and one day I was trying to figure out which golf ball would be best for my game. And, and it's true, if you get to a certain level, maybe the golf ball can make a difference. But, you know, unless you're a really, really, really good player, it's, you know. But uh, I'm talking to the golf pro, and uh, which ball would fit my game best? And there's about eight, you know, the Folgers, different. There's about that same choice as in, in golf balls. There's a gazillion of them. And, and I remember he said, well, what difference does it make? They're all around, you know, so just, just pick one and hit it, you know. And then snow cones. Have you ever been to snow cone stand? Choices, 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 choices. I remember that one day I came to church and there was a fellow on the front row. And I'd never seen him before, and he had a spike. He had a, mo, uh, a mohawk spike. Have you ever seen a mohawk spike? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? And, and, and each spike was a different color. And, and, and I, I thought he had a, he crashed into a snow cone stand on the way over here to church. But we loved him anyway. Amen? I said we loved him anyway. And I got an email from him several years later. And he said, Pastor, thanks for loving me, looking the way I did. And, and he's serving God now. Isn't that wonderful? But, you know, we have choices, choices. And, you know, we could go on and on with this, you know. Uh, like restaurants, so there's lots of restaurant choices, isn't there? And, and then you go to the restaurant, then you got the menu. Is that right? And then in the menu, there's choices, choices. If you're allowed to say choices. choices. Yeah, there's choices all over the place. Isn't there choices all over the place? And uh, now I'm the kind of person, I, I have two or three restaurants that I like to go to, and when I go in, I never have to look at the menu. Do you know why I don't have to look at the menu? I already know what I'm going to get. But Diane, she likes different restaurants, and she likes to choose different things. I'm, I just know where I want to go, and I know what I want to get. 
and, uh, and, and, and I'm never disappointed unless we go to a new place and I, it's something new. The other day we went somewhere new and, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't like it. But she, you know, she likes new things. And she tells me, well, if you never went to those restaurants you liked the first time, how would you know you like them? I don't want to answer the question. I... <laughs> but we have choices, don't we? I mean, in everything you do, there's, there's all kinds of choices, isn't there? Even in the kind of Bible that you buy, and you genuine leather or bonded leather. You know, I mean, is that right? Which version? Is it NIV or New King James or Amplified? I mean, choice. We're, so many choices in this life in which we live. And so we're talking, what are we talking about today? Choices. choices. Luke 10, verse 38. We're faced with choices, all of us, every single day. Choices. In Luke 10:38, Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. Now notice what is Mary doing? She's sitting at Jesus' feet listening to what he said. But Martha, that was her sister, was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has what? Has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. Now Mary and Martha were sisters. And Jesus is there. He's the word of God, isn't he? And he's there teaching. And so they each have a decision to make. Are they going to put the word of God first place? Or are they going to put serving and these other things first place? How many of you know serving needs to be done? And, And things need to be done. Things need to be taken care of. You understand that? But, but when it comes right down to it, what's more important? The things we need to take care of are hearing the Word of God. Isn't hearing the Word of God the most important thing? And notice, Martha had become distracted by all of these other things that were going on in her life. Because, see, she wasn't just distracted with the serving. Jesus said she was distracted and, and concerned and worried about many things. She had to make a decision. Am I going to put the word first or am I going to put all these other things first and then we'll get around to the word of God if we have time? Martha made the wrong choice, didn't she? I said she made the wrong choice. And I want to talk right now at this point in the message to, to Christians. People who have been born again. They, they've known the Lord for years and years and years. I wonder if, and I want to ask you this, have you let other things creep in into your life? 
And the word of God and hearing the word of God is not as important to you as it used to be. I want you to think this morning and examine yourself. We had a good time of laughing just a moment ago, but very serious now. Examine yourself. What's more important than hearing the word of God? Is your television show more important? Is your sports program more important? What's more, what could be more important than having your, you and your... Didn't we see a while ago? He said, I set life and death before you, blessings and cursing. Choose life that you and your children may live. What's more important than having you and your children sitting under the Word of God? I'm not against sports. I'm all for sports. I'm for extracurricular activities. I'm for all of that. But what has to be more important than all of that? Hearing the Word of God. And if you'll put the Word of God first and choose it, the blessings that come from that will not be taken from you. But if you put these other things first, and many Christians do this, these other things eventually will be taken from you. So I want you to examine yourself today concerning the choices you're making As it pertains to God and the things of God, we're talking about choices. You know, know, choosing a spouse is pretty important, isn't it? Choosing a spouse. You know, I think about, did anybody ever watch a Carol Burnett show years ago? How many of you liked The Family, where she played Eunice Higgins and her husband's name was... Ed, remember that? And then Mama, remember Mama? How many remembers Mama? And then, and then Ed, he, he had a hardware store, didn't he? And then he hired, he hired Tim Conway, and Tim Conway played Mickey Hart. Remember that? He's kind of, he, they dressed Tim Conway up as kind of a weird guy, you know? And he had a hearing aid, you know, hearing aid that came in, remember that? And he always walked over to Mama and said, Hi! Mother Harper, remember that? She'd say, shut up, you little twerp. Remember? So how many remembers that? And do you all remember that? And, and the one day, Mama and Eunice and Ed went over to Mickey's apartment because Mickey was celebrating his, I don't know, his second year or fifth year or whatever it was with Ed working at the hardware store. And in the process of the conversation, Eunice finds out that Ed had given Mickey a raise. And, and, and Eunice wants to know why she's not eating as well as Mickey. And she finds out that Ed gave Mickey a raise she didn't know about. She got mad. And so she's going on and going on and going on. And so finally, she says to Mama, she says, Mama, we're getting out of here. And Ed says, well, you can't leave. We're celebrating Mickey's party. And, and she said, we're leaving. We're leaving. Come on, Mama. So Mama gets up. She goes out. Eunice, you know, we're talking about choices. And Eunice goes to the door and she says, come on, Ed. And Ed uh, says, well, I don't want to go. And I remember Eunice says to Ed, she says, you choose right now, Ed. Ed Higgins, you choose right now between me or staying here with that little sawed off twerp. Remember that? And I remember Ed walks over 
to Eunice. He's got to make a choice. Is it Mickey or his lovely wife? (laughs) And he walks over to Eunice and he flips her the keys and he says, Eunice, drive carefully. (laughs) Well, he made his choice, didn't he? Didn't he? Choosing a spouse is pretty important, isn't it? I remember when, when, when I chose Diane. <laughs> Boy, this pops. Don't you love that? And, and I always try to... These important decisions, you want to seek God and let God make your decision for you. Amen? I remember when I... I can tell this because I was in a, certain, in a church that I met her in. And uh, she was uh, single. I was single, you know. And one night the pastor said, all the single ladies in the church, come up here and stand on the front row. And so they all came up. There was about a dozen of them. And then the pastor says, Brother Terry? He, <laughs> yeah. You're thinking, no, he could. Oh, yeah. He said, he said, he said, because he had a little southern drawl, he said, Brother Terry? He said, here they are. Come up here and walk and take your pick. <laughs> now I get to choose, don't I? <laughs> And I took a look at some of them. And it's kind of like that young minister. He was looking for a wife. He goes to the older minister and he asks the older minister and he says, you know, uh, what should I do? And, and the older minister says, it doesn't matter how she looks. Can she sing? She needs to be able to sing because every good pastor needs a good wife to lead to worship. Doesn't matter how she looks. Can she sing? And so in the process of time, he finds this girl. She sings beautiful, but she's not that much to look at. Goes back to the older minister and says, you know, I found this girl and she doesn't look too good, but boy, she can sing. And the older minister says, son, it doesn't matter what she looks like as long as she can sing. And so he marries her. The first morning, he wakes up. Looks over at her. Looks again. And he says, sing, baby, sing. (laughs) Well, she was a two-bagger. Amen. You know what you do? I mean, a two-bagger is they put two bags. They're so so ugly. Put two bags over their head in case one of them breaks, you know. (laughs) Are you okay? Amen. We're trying to loosen y'all up here today. Amen. Praise God. Isn't Jesus wonderful? So I got, where was I? I had these ladies lined up. And it, <laughs> and there was some nice ones. I look, Well, they were lined up. <laughs> but my beautiful wife was in there. So beautiful. So beautiful. I remember when I walked in front of her. I almost felt like Samuel at Jesse's house, you know, going to anoint the next king. I was checking him out. But there she was. And just in my heart, I had peace. She's the one. Amen. And in the process of time, God got that through to her, too. Amen. (laughs) You can tell your version another time, right? 
But we had to make a choice, didn't we? You know, when Samuel, I mentioned Samuel went to Jesse's house to choose the next king. Remember, he looked at Eliab, Abinadab, and Shammah. How many remember that? And Eliab, Abinadab, and Shammah, they all looked so wonderful. And remember, when Eliab came up, Samuel said, Surely God's anointed stands before me. But God said, No, I've refused him. He said, I, he said God told him, He said, You know, God looks, man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart. We find out later, Eliab was a coward, wasn't he? Remember out there when he facing Goliath? How many of you know he was a coward? Abinadab and Shammah, cowards. You can't, listen, when it comes to picking a spouse, you can't go by what it looks like. You have to seek the Lord and find out what's in the heart. Did you hear me? And then after Samuel went through all of them, he said, don't, is there anyone, anybody left, you know? And there was a little shepherd boy out back, remember? And he came in, that's David, the next king. Is that right? So when you're making choices, Big choices in your life as it pertains to a spouse. You know, seek the Lord. Let the Lord choose your spouse for you. Amen? What do you mean by that? Get along with the Lord and be sure there's peace on the inside. Don't go out with a boy if he's not serving God in church. Don't go out with a girl if she's not serving God in church. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Be led. Get alone with God. You know? Get to know that boy or that girl in public settings. Bring them around your parents. Yeah, but he don't want to come around my parents. Then he's not the right one. Is that right? Yeah, but she don't want to come around my parents. She's not the right one. Amen. Let God get with God and choose wisely. You know, look at 1 Kings 18.21. 1 Kings 18.21. Go there. Go to 1 Kings 18.21. Elijah, he was a prophet in the Old Testament. He went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? They had a choice to make. He said, if the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, now Baal was a false god, representing a false religion. If Baal is God, follow him. And the people said nothing. They were wavering between two opinions. Are we going to serve God or are we going to serve something that's not God? Are we going to serve this false God? Are we going to serve alcohol? Are we going to serve drugs? Did you hear me? Are we going to serve sexual things that aren't right? Huh? And and a lot of people stand at that crossroad in their life. Are we going to serve God? Or are we going to serve alcohol? Are we going to serve and bow our knee down to drugs? are sexual things that aren't right. Young people stand at this fork in the road, choice to make, if you will, right? And not only young people, but all of us stand there. Are we going to serve God? Are we going to choose life? Or are we going to serve these other things? He said, how long will you waver between two opinions? And then as you read on in the story... 
Remember Elijah said, he said, we're going to put the sacrifice up on the altar. And he said, you false prophets, you call on your God, then I'll call on my God. And the God who answers by fire, with fire falling from heaven, the God who answers by fire, he, then, and he's the God, he's the true God. How many remembers that? That's how the story went. And so then the false prophets of Baal, they begin to call on Baal and, and, and their gods and, and nothing happens. So then eventually Elijah... He calls on his God, making a long story short, he calls on the God of heaven and earth, on the God we serve, and what happened? Fire, realize, say, fire fell? fire fell? Yeah, fire fell and licked up the, and consumed the, the, the sacrifice. Remember that? So you have choices between, are you, are you going to be a Christian or are you going to be a heathen? Are you going to be a Christian or are you going to serve some other God and some other religion? I've been walking with God a long time. God is the one. I'm talking about Jehovah, Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. Amen? I'm telling you what, He's the one that will answer your prayers in the midnight hour. I tell you what, in the midnight hour, drugs won't be there to help you. In the midnight hour, alcohol won't be there to help you. In the midnight hour, uh, uh, sexual things that aren't right won't be there to help you. Did you hear me? I said, did you hear me? But God will be there to help you. Almost 30 years I've walked with him, tried and tested and true. Amen. He's never let me down. He's always been there. And then like we're talking about choices within Christianity. How many of you know there's numerous denominations? Within each denomination there's numerous churches. Is that right? How many of you know that in St. Louis alone there's thousands of churches, thousands of choices just within Christianity? Is that right? So we need to seek the Lord. Find out where we need to be. Is that right? Let Him choose for us. Notice Proverbs 14 and 12. Proverbs 14 and 12. We're talking about choices today. Choices you make will either make you or break you, cause you to succeed or cause you to fail, cause you to go over or to go under. Look at this, Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way that seems right to a man, to a woman, to a boy or a girl. Listen, there's a way that seems right, but in the end it leads to what? Death. You need to listen to me, all of you, everybody. Listen carefully. There are things you'll come up on in life choices you have to make and sometimes the way that seems right to you it looks so good it seems so good all of my friends are doing it all of my 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 you know people that i know they're doing this certain thing it looks so right it seems so right but in the end it leads to what it leads to what Death. He set before us what? Life and death. Blessing and cursing. There's a way that seems right, but it leads to what? Death. Don't go the way that just seems right. Go to the way, go the way that you know in your heart based on this word of God is right. Did you hear me? There's a way that seems right. I remember when I was in the sixth grade. There was an adult in my family. 
I'll never forget it. She offered me a cigarette. A cigarette. When I'm in the sixth grade. Can you imagine that? It's, it's, it's beyond me. But, but she offered me a cigarette. You know what amazes me? There, there's adults a lot of time offer their children alcohol. A lot of times there, I know of, uh, of adults that would throw graduation parties for their, their graduating senior and they'd have alcohol at the party. My God, help us. And sometimes these are even Christian, quote unquote, parents that are offering that. And, and the kids would get drunk at their house. My God, help us. This should not ought to be. She offered me a, I remember she offered me a cigarette when I was in the sixth grade. And my wife will tell you, I have a very addictive personality. You know what I mean by that? It's real easy for me to get addicted to stuff. And, uh, and, and, and I'll tell you, I just know in my heart, if I'd, if I'd have smoked that, began smoking, I'd probably wound up being a chain smoker. I'm so glad that the Lord helped me to say no to that person who should have known better. I remember when I got to high school, when I came out of eighth grade, at that time high school began in ninth grade. When I went into ninth grade, I remember some of my friends, quote unquote friends, they began doing drugs and alcohol. And, 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 and I remember I, I backed away from them. It didn't, it, it, it wasn't. You see, I had to make a choice. Not that I'm any better than anybody else, but I had to make a choice. And, and, and I remember uh, going to one of them and I said, I see you guys aren't really, you know, running, you know, don't want to have much to do with me anymore. And he said, well, Terry, it's, you don't have much to do with us. He said, if you want to come and run with us and be with us, you're going to have to do drugs and alcohol. Well, I had, I had to change friends. Amen. And I did change friends. And now you look all these years later, some of those people are dead, they're sick. And I've got a pretty wife and I'm blessed on every side. Is that wonderful? Is that wonderful? I remember there was one time I wanted to go to a bar, to a nightclub type thing. This was in... The 11th grade. And I remember I wanted to go. And some of my quote unquote friends that I knew at that time said, hey, come on, let's go to the bar. Let's go get drunk. Terry, you don't drink. Let's, let's go. Let's try it out. And it, and it seemed like, yeah, that'd be that, you know, there's a way that seems right. And I thought that might be fun just to go and try it one time. I remember I called home to my mother because we didn't have cell phones at that time. We just went on the pay phone and I said, Mama, I'd like to go. And she said, you're not going. And I said, well, Mama, I, I, I want to go. It won't hurt just one time. She said, you're not going. And, and I said, but Mama, I want to go. She said, no. And I said, well, I want to go. And she said, no, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. And she said, no, you're not. There's no drunk living here. She's, you know, because my father had trouble drinking and there's some, some of that in my family. And she said, no, you're not going. Absolutely not. 
And I said, yes, I am. She said, no, you're not. So I said, yes, I am. She said, no, you're not. She said, I said, yes, I am. She said, no, you're not. I said, I'm going. She said, fine. If you go, all of your clothes, everything you own will be sitting on the porch. If you're old enough to go to a bar and drink and get drunk, you're old enough to live on your own. So I had to think that one over. And I chose wisely. And I went home. And you know what? I didn't miss out on a thing. I said I didn't miss out on a thing. I said I didn't miss out on a thing. I had a I had an old wino. Man, he's up in his 60s, 65. Thank God he got saved, but he was a wino. He told me one day. I met him at Bible school. He said, I was a wino. I was a drunk. And he said, it took me one day to climb in the bottle. It took me 35 years to climb out. But he did climb out, amen, and he got saved. Isn't that wonderful? And he said, oh, he said, all the times I was drunk, all the times I was high, he said, now I've been serving Jesus, and the high I get from serving Jesus doesn't even compare to the high that I got out of the drugs and the alcohol. Praise God. Amen. I'm glad Mama would have put me out. I remember this one time where this one fellow that I had met in high school, I was over at his house and some friends over there and they put on a movie, an an adult movie. It shouldn't have been there. You know what I'm talking about? Next rated. And I, and I'm leaving the room and and he said, Oh, come on. It won't hurt to just watch it one time. And, and I remember stopping. And in that moment, did you know my flesh wanted to go back and look? Might as well be honest about it. I said, my flesh wanted to go back and look. I said, my flesh wanted to go back and look. Sometimes you got to take yourself by the ear. I remember that moment. I know the Spirit of God spoke to my heart. He said, don't do it. Don't do it. See, I have a very addictive person. I said, don't do it. If you go back there, you'll not be able to accomplish what I've called you to do. That was on the inside of me. And I stood there and I remember just shaking like that because my flesh wanted, the flesh, spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Remember that? And I made the right decision. I went out, got in my car and went home. Amen? Separated myself from those people. Hallelujah. The Bible says, do not be misled. I want this one up on the screen, please. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. There are some people in here that need to look at this. I want you to see it with your eyes. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be misled. Bad company does what? Corrupts good character. Do you see that? Bad company corrupts good what? Character. Bad company corrupts good character. I've had to adjust my friends over the years because some of them were leading me the wrong way. And I think there's some people in here that had better listen to that scripture right there. Bad company does what? Corrupts good character. Did you hear me? Got choices to make. Choose your friends wisely. Look at Proverbs 129. Go there quickly. Just have a few more of these. Proverbs 129. What does bad company do? It corrupts good character. The Bible said don't be misled. See, a lot of times people get misled. They think, well, that friend really isn't going to hurt me. That friend really isn't going to hurt me. But if they're, how many of you know if they're drinking and driving, they could hurt you? I said, if they're drinking and driving, they could hurt you. Is that right? 
How many of you know a real friend won't let somebody drink in the first place, but they sure won't let you drink and drive drunk? Is that right? Make wise choices. Proverbs 129, God speaking. He says, since they hated knowledge and did not, what's that next word? They did not choose to what? Fear the Lord. They hated knowledge and did not what? Choose to fear the Lord. They didn't choose to follow the Lord. I've talked to numerous young people over the years. I was one myself. And they've hated good instruction. They hated good good knowledge. And they did not choose to follow God. And he says, since they would not accept my advice and spurned my rebuke, they didn't listen. They'll eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. Talking about death and destruction. The wayward... The waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. The complacency of fools. But whoever does what? Listens to me. Whoever listens to God will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. My mom always said this. She looked me right in the eye. She said, if you don't listen, I want everybody looking right up at at me right now. Everybody looking right up. Everybody looking right at me. She said, if you don't listen, you're going to have to feel. So if you don't listen to what your parents are saying, if you don't listen to what God's saying, and you just sit there complacently, the Bible says to sit there and go, the Bible just called you a fool. People that don't want to hear this book, people that just want to, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, it's time to shut that I don't know up and start listening to what the Bible says and following it. Did you hear what I just said? There's, now, not everybody in here needs to hear it. In one sense, everybody needs to hear this. But there's some people in here really need to hear this. Sitting there, I don't know, sitting there watching your clock, waiting to, listen, you need to... You need to choose wise. I'm the anointing of God's on me. You better listen. If you don't listen, you're going to have to feel this old business of twitching around and looking around and looking. Can't, you better sit and listen to me or you might be dead next year this time and in hell. Did you hear what I just said? I said, did everybody hear what I just said? It's time that you listen and got your game together and you know what I mean by that got your act together I'm talking to some young people in here today did you hear me time you get your act together and get an opinion on some of this and follow God did you hear me if you listen to God you'll be blessed if you don't choose wisely it's going to cause death it's going to cause destruction did you hear what I just said amen I know it's bold, but I'm trying to save people here today. I'm trying to help people here today. Jesus said, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. What does he mean, wide is the gate? 
Broad is the way that leads to destruction. He's talking about destruction here and now. He's talking about driving drunk and getting in a car accident and being laid up the rest of your life where you can't walk. You're paralyzed. Talking about choices here today. Huh? Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Huh? And then worse yet, dying and going to hell. Now listen to me. Now listen to me. It's the goodness of God that causes people to repent. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that some people, you can tell them about the goodness of God all day long and all night long, and they're not going to listen. So you know what the Bible says you tell them? You tell them about hell. Let me tell you something about hell. Hell is a horrible place. Hell is a place of darkness. And along with the darkness, it's a place of fire. And along with fire, the Bible says it's a place of worms. The Bible says the worms die not. The fire is not quenched. It's black. It's dark. It's, you think you're going to go to your he- to, to hell and drink with your buddies? The Bible says hell is, a, is a, a waterless pit. There's no water there. There's no alcohol there. There's no drugs there. All that's there is darkness and fire and loneliness and worms. Did you hear what I just said? And it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. So there's the goodness of God, but there's also you got to hold hell up in front of some people. So I'm holding hell up in front of some people today. You need to read. There's some people. You need to listen to what I'm saying here. Because death and destruction and even hell awaits if you don't make some right choices and make them today. Did you hear what I just said? He said, I know this, this is a funny message at the beginning. We're real serious now, aren't we? Enter through the narrow gate. Wide is the gate. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate. Narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few by comparison find it. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. He's the way. Turn to him today. I told you a minute ago about that drunk, that, that man on, on alcohol for 35 years. He said, when I turned to Jesus, it was the greatest high I've ever got in my life. You want to get high? Start following Jesus. Did you hear me? Can you say amen? Now, I've talked to the people that needed to hear that. I'm going to close by talking to all of us as Christians. There's some choices we all need to make. How important is the Word of God to you? I said that a moment ago. But you know, there's some Christians that I, I just, the Spirit of God just keeps having me say this, so I just say, you need to be watchful. I'm talking to, I'm talking to people that have been born again for years now. You need to watch the company you keep. People that are gossips, people that are backbites, people that, 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 that have ulterior motives, people that aren't for other Christians to succeed, you don't need to be around those people. It's a day and it's an hour to, 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 to examine your friends, examine the people you're hanging around, and examine yourself. How many of you know we as Christians, we ought to want everybody that's serving Jesus to succeed? Is that right? Uh, isn't that right? And, and, and we ought to be talking bad about folks. We ought to be emailing bad about folks. We ought to be texting bad about folks. Can you say amen? amen. There's no place for it. Amen. Did you hear me? 
And so it's a day, it's an hour, it's a time. That, 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 I mean, it's late. We're late in the game here. Jesus is getting ready to come back. It's a day, it's a time, it's an hour that we need to repent. The Spirit of God has me stand here warning the church, warning the body of Christ. There is a judgment seat that we're going to have to go before. The Bible talks about hell, but the Bible also talks for Christians. See, hell is for the sinner, but Christians are going to have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And the Bible says to be judged for the things done in their body, whether good or bad. The Bible talks about the fire of God at the judgment seat. It'll try each person's work to see what your work was made of, to see what, what your motives were. And the Bible says in conjunction with the judgment seat of Christ, says knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. And I tell you what, when Christians, when they go before that judgment seat, Christians who have been complacent, Christians who have not walked on fire for God, Christians who have been backbiters, Christians who have been gossips, Christians who have hung out with other people that are that 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 are that are that are not uh, their motives aren't right, and you continue to go on that way. I tell you what, if you don't make a choice today and turn from it, eventually you're going to go before the judgment seat of Christ. And I tell you what, it's a terrifying thing, and the fire of God is going to deal with you. And the Bible says your works will be burned. And you'll suffer loss. That sure beats going to hell though, doesn't it? But I don't want to go into heaven with all my works being burned. Now hear what the Spirit of God is saying today. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, it's a day and it's an hour to get into a relationship with Him. Yeah, but I said the prayer. That doesn't mean a blasted thing if you're not living for God. Did you hear what I just said? Joshua said, if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, he said, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods, the false gods, that's up to you. If you want to serve alcohol, if you want to serve drugs, if you want to serve sex, illicit sex, if you want to serve these other things, that's up to you. Choose this day. I'm standing here. I'm I'm asking you this question. I'm saying this. Choose today whom you will serve. You choose today whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, as for me and this church, I said as for me and my house, as for me and this church, I said as for me and my house, As for me in this church, choose this day whom you will serve. Behold, I've set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Choose this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, as for me and my wife, as for me and this church, we are going to serve the Lord God of heaven. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Let's stand on our feet. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. With heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're here today and you need to make... I'm talking to Christians right this minute. And you need to make an adjustment. You do so. Right where you're at, you make that adjustment. You, you, you make some choices. Some cho- I, God has me. I was going to preach something else. This is what he wanted today. 
talking to Christians, you choose. You need to, I know there's some people, you need to make some adjustments. You need to make some different choices. You need to adjust in some of the choices you've made. Some of the choices you've made in the past, you need to repent of those and, and, and make some new choices. Go in a different direction in some things in your life, some areas in your life. And until you do, things are just going to stay the way they are, maybe get worse. But thank God, repentance can be made. Different choices can be made. And things can be turned. There's still time. Hallelujah. So if that's you, you make that decision. You make that choice. I'm talking to Christians now. You do it right between you and the Lord. That's really the only way it's going to count anyway. It's not going to do any good for you to walk up here in front of everybody and and if you know, if you don't really mean it, you can mean it right there at your seat. Now, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, I'm telling you, you need to make that choice today. You need to choose Him today. When you choose Him, you choose life. I know it got a little hot and heavy there at one point, but sometimes that's the only way people are going to listen. you choose today I can't make that choice for you but if you don't know Jesus if you've never asked him into your life if you've never served him you need to choose to do that today before it's too late if you won't listen then you're going to have to at some point feel the consequences now I've done what I can do now I leave it up to the Holy Spirit and your willingness to let him deal with your heart. So when I dismiss in just seconds from now, there'll be some men and women standing up here. If you need to choose Jesus today, you do it before you leave here. And just that quick, he'll come into your life. He'll change your life. He'll change you. He'll change you. You'll become a new person. And he'll help you. He'll be with you and He'll love you. He loves you now, but He'll be right there with you. So I want to, I want to, I'm, I, I'm begging you to make that decision for Jesus today if you've never done it. Make that choice and choose Him. You can do so when we dismiss just by walking up very quietly and talking to one of these nice people and they'll help you. Hallelujah. Well, say this with me. Say, I've set before you this day life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you may live thereby. And as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Other people may do other things. Other Christians may do other things. But we've chosen... To serve God, to serve Jesus, to honor the Holy Spirit.